Good morning, church. Um, it's great to have the privilege to share with you this morning, um, and I hope that this blesses you. So I want to speak, and the title, I guess, of my message would be Stretched to be Strengthened. And back in September 2019, as some of you may have remembered, Alan Ross came to the church, and during that night, he spoke prophetic words over a number of people, one of which was me. A section of it had said um, in my prophetic word, it says, I always grow you most by strengthening you. I can't stretch everybody for some people are so brittle that they would fall apart, but you're capable of being stretched by me. And the Lord says in times of stretching, ask yourself two questions. What have I to let go of and what have I to embrace? And you know, even right now as I speak to you today, I feel really stretched, I feel very nervous, apprehensive, I feel pushed out of my comfort zone, um, but here goes. So this message I believe that God placed in my heart a couple of weeks ago to share with you, um, and I want to just start with the word stretch. When I looked up the, ver or the, the word stretched um, in the dictionary, um, it's, it means to be made or capable, sorry, means to be made or capable of being made longer or wider without tearing or breaking. And now I just want to read just a short scripture um, in Isaiah 54 verse 2. And in this scripture it says, enlarge the place of your tent, stretch your curtains wide, do not hold back, lengthen your cords, strengthen your stake. And when I was thinking about stretching, and maybe you're the same as me, my first image um, comes up as exercise or fitness. Now, during lockdown, before I went back to work, um, I tried to motivate myself with some sort of fitness. Um, and although there's people out there um, cycling on their bicycles and everything, um, there's so many people doing that. I don't even own a bike, so that obviously wasn't an option. Um, so I took to YouTube, tried to find something that was going to be capable of doing in the house with the kids. And I found a 30-day yoga Pilates challenge on YouTube. And one day, I sort of got up early before the kids woke up, um, had decided that I was going to start this day, this one 30-day um, challenge. But as it might not be a surprise to you, it only lasted that one day. The thing was, I just found it too difficult. It was uncomfortable. I found I couldn't really do the stretches. And it was just... It just was too much effort, to be quite honest with you. So I made up excuses and I gave up. But this wasn't always the case with things like yoga and Pilates, because in a number of years ago, um, before we came back to the church, I used to practice yoga every day, several years ago. And even when I lived in Canada, I went to hot yoga. And for those that maybe don't know, hot yoga is where you perform the um, stretches and so on in a room of 40 degrees. So it's pretty intense. Um, but I, I really enjoyed it and even to a point a number of years after that I decided to sign up to be a hot yoga teacher um, I paid the money to go to Morocco to train and then I fell pregnant with Bethan and jetting off to Morocco at that time obviously was not high um, on my list of priorities so God obviously had a different plan for my life and you see that morning when I started that 30 day challenge I was shocked and disappointed at myself, how little that I was capable of, 
how I was inflexible. But, I mean, is it any wonder? I had stopped stretching. I hadn't practiced it for so many years. How could I possibly expect to be capable of the same level of fitness with no effort and dedication? How could I expect of the same strength when I never put in the work? And the thing is, with stretching physically, that can often be the case, but it's also the case in our spiritual life. Maybe we're used to having a close relationship with God. Maybe it seems like now we don't hear from God the way we used to. Maybe we've got too comfy in our relationship with him. Maybe we've got too comfy in our relationship with other people. Um, maybe in our home life, maybe in our, maybe in our job, maybe we're too comfy and we're not willing to step out of that comfort zone and do something different. Maybe we aren't seeing the miracles that we're used to seeing. And the thing is, maybe we stopped stretching ourselves or stopped allowing God to stretch us. Are we living too safe? That's often a scary thing, but often it can only take one situation to come out of the blue before you find yourself maybe in lockdown, being furloughed, maybe you're still shielding, maybe in that time before the school's finished, maybe you were homeschooling, which was a stretch, a stretch in your patience, a stretch in your time, whatever it may be. Maybe you were working from home while trying to homeschool. Maybe you've been stretched because you can't see people and maybe that's affected you. Or maybe you've found you've been plunged into now working from home, living with people 24-7. Um, and often people will say you spend more time at work with your colleagues than you do often with your family but maybe you've been plunged into this situation in your life now or recently where you find that you're just being stretched. And I'm sure most of us would be nervous or apprehensive, like I said at the beginning of this message that I am um, about sharing this with you. But the thing is, right now, if you're feeling the stretch physically, mentally, financially, I want to encourage you that God is with you in your stretching. And you will become stronger through this. But the thing is, the truth is that we must stretch to be strengthened. God wants to continually stretch us so that we're growing and strengthening in him. Stretching can be really uncomfortable, awkward even. Do you know, the thing is, it's often painful. It can produce growing pains. It can produce uncomfortable feelings, uncomfortable situations in our lives. Maybe where we don't know all the ins and outs. But the thing is that we can often find things in our lives that, that God brings to the surface to help change us and transform us to be more in his image and less in our own. But it's not always easy. And I often think about it like this, um, and I hope that this makes sense, but I think about it a wee bit like living, especially in lockdown, in comfy clothes. So whether it's loungewear, pyjamas, maybe it's um, sports gear, leggings, shorts, whatever it might be that you find is your comfy, your comfy zone. I mean, for me, when I get home from work at night, the first thing I pr pretty much do is I put on my joggers or whatever it might be or to be quite honest with you probably my pajamas even if it is six o'clock in the uh, six o'clock in the evening but it symbolizes for me and maybe you too sort of like that is the end of the day it's time now to rest it's time to switch off it's time to relax but the thing is 
as Darren often says, <coughs> he calls it his comfies. So I wonder, when we wear our comfies, are we just relaxed so much that we're not allowing God to stretch us? When we put these things on, so whether it is joggers, pajamas, leggings, whatever it is, the thing with these fabrics are that they mold to us. They have stretch in them. You know, Lycra is the most um, stretchable fabric. Um, the most elastic, um, it's got the most elastic in it. Um, and the thing with that is that these fabrics mold to us. They mold to our image. They mold to our shape. But the opposite of that, I would think, is jeans. So jeans often, some may have a little bit of stretch, but most of that, that fabric doesn't really stretch. It's quite tight. And when you put on a pair of jeans, if you've been wearing your you know, joggers for the last 12 weeks in lockdown or whatever, you'll feel it, do you know? And the thing is, with that, when you're putting on a pair of jeans, you can't, your body can't really mold it. You need to really mold to the pair of jeans. And I think right now, I often think about in a relationship, if we've stopped stretching ourselves, then we're expecting God to basically fit around our lives. So it's like we're wearing those pair of leggings or those pajamas. We were expecting God to just fit into the sections in our lives so that we're not kind of, you know, having to change that much. But in actual fact, when we put on the pair of jeans, that's a wee bit like God, that God's wanting us to to be molded in his image. He wants to mold us. He wants to change us. He wants to make us better. But it means that we need to mold and come out of that comfy zone of wearing your leggings and get into that zone of putting on your jeans and asking God to mold you in his image. But you know, it can be painful, but I want to ask you and ask myself, are you in that comfy season? How long have you been in that comfy season? And is it time for us to step out of that zone and ask God to stretch us. Make us stronger in him. Allow him to mould us in his image. I want to take you to a character in the Bible who is extremely well known. Um, and that character is Mary. And I want to pick out a few things that I found that we can learn from Mary about how she was stretched to be strengthened. So Mary was a woman dedicated to God. She was just a young girl. She was stretched in her faith. She was stretched in her trust of God. Stretched in her relationship. And especially with Joseph, you know, when she found out that she was going to give birth to Jesus. And she was stretched physically, growing a baby that was not her husband-to-be. Can you only imagine having to have that conversation? And here, I've got four things that I'd like to share with you that we can learn from Mary. The first thing is her response. When the angel appeared to Mary and told her that she was going to become the mother to the saviour of the world, that her son was going to save us of all our sins, what did Mary respond? She was only a young girl, but he was asking her to put her faith and her trust in him and not in herself to put her needs to one side and to focus on God and ask God what he wanted for her life do you know in that time being married out of wedlock was obviously a, a 
very bad sin um, and she would have even maybe been had to run away or be killed but the thing was this is how she responded she didn't come up with excuses she didn't say oh but God can you ask someone else oh but God I, I don't really want to do that that's going to affect my relationship with Joseph what she said was in Luke verse 1 ch- uh, sorry chapter 1 verse 38 I am the servant of the Lord. Let this happen to me as you say. When are you feeling stretched? Where are you feeling stretched? Is it your time? Is it your relationships? Is it your finances? In our stretching, let our response be like Mary. Let this happen to me as you say. The second thing that we can learn from Mary is her reaction her reaction to what's happening in her situation. So how Mary reacted and handled herself during the time of stretching was so important. She suffered and endured a terrible journey through towards Bethlehem while she was heavily pregnant. It looks like things were going from bad to worse when they couldn't find any place to stay. And the thing was, while this was happening, they had nowhere to go and she was in labor. She was about to give birth to Jesus. But how did she react? I mean, for women now, we've got birthing plans. We can control every aspect of that to a certain degree. If we want the lights on, if we want the lights off, if we want us to give birth in a birthing pool, if it's at home, if it's with, I don't know, essential oils, if you want medication, if you don't want medication, whatever it might be, we can control that almost down to the very last detail. We want all the answers up front. But with Mary, even at the last minute, giving birth to Jesus in a stable, surrounded by animals, cows, sheep, sheep, so on, she didn't complain once. I'm not saying she didn't feel frustrated. I'm not saying that she didn't probably feel concerned about what was going to happen. I'm not saying that she wasn't maybe at a point fearful but she didn't respond or complain in a negative way. When we're going through a period of stretching, how do we react? Do we complain? Do we take it back off of God and say, I'll do it myself or I'll control it from here? Or do we need to be more like Mary and watch how our reaction can affect other people around us? Because Mary knew that complaining about the situation wasn't going to change it. Mary knew that complaining about the situation would make other people concerned, would maybe make people a wee bit scared again, maybe scare Joseph about it, maybe make people panic. But instead she chose to be quiet and watch her reaction. Because in that time, and it's the same in our lives, how we react to situations will impact other people. Other people are watching us, our family, our friends, our children, and our reaction is so important. So in our stretching, let our reaction be positive. The third thing that we can learn from Mary is her reach. Mary was physically changing as well as spiritually in this season. She was growing a baby, and for anyone who's obviously been pregnant or 
um, their wife or partner has been pregnant or you've gained weight or lost weight, you'll know yourself that sooner or later you can't conceal it. You can't hide it. Everybody's aware of it. And the thing was, an angel appeared to Joseph at that time and he told Joseph that Mary was telling the truth. When all, all around him there was probably people fueling his uncertainty, fueling his concerns that she had been unfaithful. But God stepped in and sent an angel so that Joseph knew the truth. But Mary wasn't ashamed through this whole thing. Mary wasn't ashamed of what God had asked her to do. And through her stretching, she influenced and impacted other people. She wasn't swayed by other people's opinions. She was focused on God and what God had asked her to do. When we're in a period of stretching, we don't need to do it alone. We need to reach out to other people in our community, other Christians, other godly wisdom, godly people that have got wisdom and knowledge and encouragement. But we need to be careful of who we reach out to. Make sure that we reach out to the right people to make sure that these people are speaking life over us and so we can speak life over them. We don't want to have people who stump our growth because Mary was so focused on what God was going to do but instead of Joseph listening to what Mary had said and trusting her, he was listening to what other people were saying around him. And that then meant that God had to send that angel to make sure that Joseph knew the truth. And that's the same in our lives. When we're going through our stretching, we need to make sure that we're surrounded by people that build us up, surrounded by people that encourage us and speak life over us, not people that tear us down. Get people around you to build you up and be someone who builds others up. So in our stretching, the third thing is, let us reach out to men and women strong in wisdom and faith so that we can build people up and so that we can be people that build up others. The final thing, the fourth thing that we can learn from Mary is the result. We can learn from Mary in this season of her stretching. Of course, we know that she gives birth to Jesus, but it goes way beyond that. In our personal stretching, whether good or bad outcomes come of that, we can be left with physical or mental marks that sometimes as humans, we often want to hide. The thing is, in pregnancy again, or any weight gains or losses, you'll often find that we've got stretch marks. And the thing is, unless you're superhuman, but if you're like me, you can be self-conscious about these stretch marks, whether they're physical, whether they're mental. And we often want to hide it. And in the physical state, we maybe don't want to wear certain clothes. We don't want to wear that swimsuit or that bikini or whatever it might be because we're scared of what people will think. But the thing is, with Mary, if she had hidden the stretch marks of her growth and her stretching in that season, she would have been hiding Jesus from us. She would have been hiding the baby. And then the whole story of Jesus coming and dying for our sins would be completely different. The thing is, maybe you're struggling with your mental scars. Maybe they're physical, maybe they're financial, whatever it might be. But maybe you struggle to be vulnerable before God. Maybe you struggle to trust him with everything. 
Our stretch marks, physical or mental, show our journey of where God has brought us from and what he's freed us from. So why do we often find that we want to conceal it and keep it to ourselves and don't share it with others or share it with God? Or maybe right now you're finding that you're in that period of stretching and you've got maybe scars from your past that you've not truly given to God. But right now I want to say God is there waiting for you to hand it all over to him. He's waiting to take these scars and these stretch marks from you and he wants to heal you from your past, from your pain. There is no pain too much for God to heal. No scar too deep for him to heal. He's just waiting for you to give it over to him. You know, Mary celebrated the birth of Jesus, as we all know, with visitors appearing, as we know the well-known story, and Mary shows off Jesus. But she knew that the birth of Jesus was only the beginning. She didn't know all the ins and outs. She didn't even ask. But she knew that he was born to come into the world and save us of our sins. She shared her journey with others. She shared her son with the whole of mankind. God stretched her so that she could be strengthened for what the future held for her. As we all know, Mary now witnessed her son being crucified on a cross for our sins. Now, I don't know about you, but as a parent, I don't think there would be anything worse to witness or to even know about. But God was working in Mary that whole time, stretching her and growing her so that she would be strong enough for that day. But you know, the thing is, she didn't hide what God had done through her. God worked through Mary, stretching her so that she was stronger and stronger and stronger in him. And then she celebrated it. She celebrated what God had done and what God had used her for, used her for and where he'd taken her and how Jesus had came and been the saviour of the world. The thing is with Mary, if she'd hidden her stretch marks, she'd hidden her journey, then we wouldn't know the full story of Jesus. If we hide our stretch marks, physical, mental, or if we even hide the journeys that God has brought us from and the journeys that we're on maybe right now, if we hide that, then the truth is that we're hiding the glory of God. If we're not sharing that with other people, then we're hiding what God has done in our lives. And we need to be people that share that and share the glory of God. Mary was a young woman. Age doesn't exempt us from stretching. No matter our age, God will continue to stretch us. But Mary said yes to the stretch and God strengthened her through that. If we can become just a little bit more like Mary, if we can be stretched and say yes to God that I'm willing for you to stretch me, then we can be strengthened. And my question today is, are you willing to be stretched so that God can strengthen you? Mary was stretched in her faith, stretched in her trust, stretched in her relationship with God. And as a result, she was stronger in faith, stronger in trust, and stronger in her relationship with God. And I wonder, are we willing to do the same? So as I close, I want to just remind us of the four things that we can learn from Mary and what Mary has taught us. 
Let our response be, as you say, Lord. Let our reaction be positive. Let us reach out to people who build us up and who we can build up to. And finally, let us celebrate the result. Let us speak about the glory of God. Let us speak about what God has brought us from and testify to the goodness of God. Father God, I just thank you, Lord, that you have sent your son to die for us, Lord. That we would have a relationship with you, Father God, and that there's no journey, there's no things that we have to face alone, Father God, because you died for our sins so that we can have a relationship just like a friendship with you, Lord. Father God, I pray for anybody, Lord, that's feeling that stretch at the moment, Lord, that's, that's going through some things, Father God, and I pray, Lord God, that you're there with them, that you'll bring them through, Lord, and that you'll strengthen them because of that stretching. Lord, I ask you to just speak to us all individually, Lord. Speak to us to reach out to you, Father God, to ask and to be willing to be stretched, Lord. Let us just be people of your, your house, Lord God, and let us just celebrate, Father God, the results of what you do in our lives. We thank you, Lord God, for who you are. We give you all the glory and we celebrate the things that you have done in our lives. Amen.